Uh, Shalom Aleichem. Our topic for today is based on a tshuva response of, of uh, Agon Rav Yecheskel Landau, Zatzal of Prague, uh, the famous Noda Behuda. He's one of the uh, great mishivim, uh, one of the great responders of the of the uh, of the period of the Achronim. Uh, he was multidimensional. He was the leader of a community, the Rav. Uh, he was a Rosh Yeshiva. Uh, he wrote uh, on on Gemara. He wrote uh, he wrote um, and 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 he wrote Shuvas. And, but his he's known he's most known for his for his his uh, magnum opus, the uh, the Noda Behuda, the two volumes of the Noda Behuda, and. Um, and we're doing one of his, which has which has to do with tshuva. We've been doing things having to do with repentance. Now, the here is a a very early edition of the Noda Behuda. Um, if you see uh, this, I don't know who this is. Uh, however, it seems to be a rav in London. Now we'll read part inside, and part we'll we'll touch down on. First of all, let's read the the shaila, which is a very interesting case. Aldavara sheila mi London, asher shalachet mo balayla liadi. The the question from London that that was sent yesterday, uh, yesterday night, bekohen. A Kohen, he was a Jew from London. Again, if I were to fill in the blanks, he was probably doing some business in India. Uh, and and he married a non-Jewish woman in India, according to Gentile practice. And the the uh the priest. The Gentile priest was the one that uh, that was the one who who straightened who who got this whole marriage going. Uh, and it sounds like he has to bow down at the time that they do the marriage. shame asher omer az and he has to mention some idolatrous name that is stated then uh, uh, by the priest. Now, okay, okay, that uh, that's pretty open shut. You know, that's like an open and shut thing. Uh, we we don't have a shyly yet. We just know somebody who did something, and we don't know we don't know the question. Here comes the question: Acharzman Chazarbo. Afterwards, he repented. He retreated, and he separated from this non-Jewish woman. And he's doing tshuva. He's going to repent like the postgame are going to tell him to do. In other words, he goes to London and he's saying, you tell me what to do, I'll do it. Is he now able to do Birkat Kohanim? Now, the word duchan, we use the word duchaning for uh, for. Uh, doing the blessing over the Kohanim. Um, the, uh, the, the, the word Dachan itself means the platform. 
So, uh, so that's where the that's where the word comes from that the Kohanim would would stand on the platform. So, now, uh, okay, here's our Shila. That's our Shila. Now, um, whenever we deal with a halachic situation, so we have to see what is here relevant halachically. And what are the halachic principles that come to play? The same, the same way would if, if we were learning Gemara, we would have a scenario, a ruling, and the halachic reasoning that's relevant. So in every Shailin Shuba and every responsum, you have a scenario, often more complicated. Uh, we're waiting for the ruling. And then we have to see the halachic reasoning, the halachic principles that are relevant, and then reformulate the case in light of those halachic principles. So let's have a look. Verum he writes to his uh, correspondent, the rabbi in London, um, uh, you started by passing leniently. You you paskin based on the Shulchan Aruch, that if a person does tshuva, if a person repents, so he goes for he goes back to everything that is relevant for kahuna. Um, now, uh, there is an exception, which is murder, um, but uh, but there's no murder here. And the other, um, the and and th- that, by the way, is an interesting group of shilas about about kohanim that were involved in leading to this, that, or the other person's death, when do we consider it uh, the kind of killing that would, uh, concerning which we would say, that your hands are are, are are full of blood, and then Birkas Konim is not appropriate? And when do you say that it's uh, something totally innocuous, or something not innocuous, that's not the word, something that is, that is uh, totally uh, without any... Uh, uh, negative responsibility, in which case uh, he could go on doing Birkas Konim. But our true, our Shaila is not about uh, is not about uh, murder. Our Shaila is about this fellow who got. No, I'm not. I'm very, very careful in what I say. He got married to this non-Jewish woman in a pagan temple uh, with a pagan priest, and he did bow down and he did say this idolatrous name. And now he's Chosar B'Tshuva. Can he now, following the Shulchan Aruch, uh, say, uh, here's a person who is Chosar B'Tshuva, and, and, uh, and he's fine. So the Shulchan Aruch seems to say that. However, you continue to speak out. Now the Rambam famous, uh, famously, I don't know, in the Sugya famously says that um, that being being a um, just doing tshuva does not work for everything. The the Rambam seems to say that for Avodah also for idolatry also. You cannot go back to to uh, functioning as a coin to do Birkas Kohani. So the author, the, the 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 questioner, wanted to say that even according to the Rambam, who holds that doing tshuva 
from Avodah Zorah is, is not enough to go back to Birkas Kohanim. Still, there's no worry here. This fellow didn't become an apostate. He didn't leave Judaism. Even though he did mention this name of the of the idol, the only thing he did was a biblical prohibition, which is okay, nothing to minimize any biblical prohibitions, but it wasn't somebody who had married, didn't go and become a pagan. He he said a, a pagan name, a pagan god's name. So now that is the question and the and the and the questioners uh, take on the on the topic. Now comes Rav, Rav the Notabi Huda's own own approach. I'm just going to make this uh, a little bigger, as as Rabiona usually requests. Okay, um, so he says, I will not hold back from, from responding. It is obvious to me that nobody, even who wanted to be machmir, like the Rambam, again, it, it, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't paskin like the Rambam. The Shulchan Aruch says, the only, the only one who sins and can no longer say Birkas Kohanim, even though he did tshuva, is a murderer. The Ramam says that that even somebody who became an apostate, uh, can who who left the religion, can also, even though he does tshuva, not respond. Okay, interesting. Welcome, Zeb. Now. Uh, but I can imagine somebody who who might be hesitant to paskin against the Ram, even though the Shulchan Aruch rules that way. He's looking for again. It's if if you're if a person is uh is is follows the Shulchan Aruch somebody wants to be machmir like the Rambam, that's not a wild thing. Uh, so he says, um. First of all, Pshita all the poskim say it's mutter. Zulasaram, the Ramam is a lone voice on this. Even if there's a biblical prohibition, so then so then you follow the majority. here at the end of the day, what is the question? Is it okay for him to say Birkas Kohanim or not? There's no, there's no, uh, there's no prohibition here that we're talking about. There's a question of, is he somebody who is obligated to say and appropriate to say Birkas Kohanim? Now, Bracha is Birkas Kohanim, the blessing that the Kohanim give. Again, in Chutzlar, it's on, it's on Yamim Tovim, uh, in, in Eretz Yisrael, it's every day, in Sephardi congregations, in Chutzlar, it's, it's every day. So, there is a heckish, there's a kind of biblical derivation where we connect two halachas together and we and we 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 transfer halachas from one to the other. So Birkas Kohanim is compared to to Sherus, which is service in the base of Migdash. Ikaro Rakli Nyanavoda Valashar Dvarimu Raka Smachta. 
with regards to to uh actual service so fine but for other things it's an asmachta it's a it's a rabbinic law with with basis with which is connected to a pasuk in the Chumash, as is explained the Gemara Tainis Chav Zayin V'yimchol V'yayin B'chiburuin Noda B'yehuda Madura Kama Chelik Or Achaim Simon Hey this is beautiful where he says have a look at my sefer uh, I apologize for asking you to have a look at my sefer now now let's let's keep let's uh, again I want to focus on the next part now just want to point out before we go further this is a three prong chuva. This responsum is about Birkas Kohanim. It's about repentance. And it's also about Avodazara. So let's have a look. If he would say about some Indian god, Eli. You're now my God. You're now my God. That would not be considered a mumar. That would be not considered leaving the whole religion. This guy's uh, uh, interested in Avodazar. He's interested in this Indian woman. So, so as, as terrible as Avodazar is, but let's just look at this objectively. This is a person who is saying the name of this of this idol and bowing down because that's what he's got to do to marry this one. And let's say he was even let's say let's say this is one of the things that she she wouldn't agree to marry him unless you say um uh, this Indian god is my god. Um Louis Kimalina Selarak Benimuseam Alpia Comer he has to he has to just do whatever the priest says. Well, this is at best somebody who is serving Avodazara. Let's say you let's say it is serving Avodazara. It would still be serving Avodazara from love or fear. And the halacha is like Rava, who said that he's putter. That that you're you're not obligated for that. So in terms of the, uh, if we take the Avodah prong of this tshuva, this, again, this is a three-pronged tshuva. Uh, so if we focus now on the Avodah this is an example of a person who is doing some idolatrous rite, but for, in quotation marks, love or fear. Now, again, and we're, we're working and from the Birkas Konim side of this 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 tshuva, we're saying that it is only the Ramam who says that even though you did tshuva, even though you responded, you you, resp- you repented, excuse me, you you still can't do Birkas Konim. So now, says the Nodibuda, let's say somebody would want to be Machmir like the Rambam. Let's have a look at this. Is this really Avodazara? So is this what the Ramam speaking about? The Ramam in the third parakel of Avodazara says that if a person uh accepted an idol out of law uh uh as his god he's high of skila he's high of the death penalty through stoning afiluasa miyava even if he did it out of love or fear wait a second 
So then if we're trying to be machmir, like the Ramba, and you want to say that this is a person who who didn't, uh, you want to minimize his sin for Avodah by saying he did it out of love or fear, you're going to get into trouble because the Ramam says that serving out of love, love or fear is still Avodah So we're in trouble. In other words, again, the Shulchan Aruch, he already said that the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that, um, that if you're Choser B'tshuva from anything except for murder, you can, you can do, you can do Birkas Kohanim. But even if you want to be, if you want to be Machmer, but now he, now he tries to say, well, what if you want to be Machmer like the Ramam who says that if a person um, left the religion, so then even if he does Shuva, he still, um, he still can't do Birkas Kohanim. Well, what did you want to say? Well, the guy only did it out of love or fear. The Ramam holds that if you do it out of love or fear, you're still obligated. So he says as follows. Now he says a a a a a chiddush in Hilchos Avodah This is the Rambam consistent in his own approach. The parish may avas hatsura or meyiras hatsura. Shesover sheish biad hatsura lehorau lehitiv v'shayach shekib beeloa. According to the Rambam, when it says love or fear, it means love or fear of the idol of this, whatever this thing is, you're, you're enamored with, with this kind of uh, thing because it has the power to better you or you're enamored or you're fear, you're afraid of this thing and you serve it because you're worried that somehow you'll get punished. You'll hurt, you'll get hurt by it. Somebody who did it out of love for this woman, we're not talking about who accepted the idol on it. He said words. We're talking about a person who stayed Jewish and he had one thing. He fell in love with a Gentile woman. We're anti-intermarriage. It's terrible. Don't do it, etc., etc., etc. But... Uh, he still stayed Jewish. He didn't leave the religion. Now, um, not only that, let's go back to Hilchos Birkas Kohanim. You're telling me that the Ramam holds that even though you do tshuva, you still can't do uh, uh, Birkas Kohanim. Ve'od amina she'a Rambam me'perek tedvav mi'hilchos tefillah. The Ramam only talks about somebody who did an act of service to the Avodah Zarah. The Avod Sherus, he was he did an act of service to the Avodah Zarah. And then he would be invalid for doing Avodah in the Beis Hamikdash, uh, and that's based on a pasuk. Just accepting him as a god, that's not an act of service. Meaning, there's a pasuk in the end of Menachos that teaches us that somebody who did service for an Avodah can no longer do service in the Beis HaMikdash. But somebody who just, again, it's, 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 a, it's a line 
but it's a very important line. What he did was not an act of a vota for the for the for the idolatry, but it was accepting it as a god. But he didn't do service. And even even in the avoda itself, not like Rav Nachman Rav Sheish says, there's a machlokes amoroyim. The Rambam was not Mahmur. And he says, if you look at the Rambam's language, you'll, you'll, you'll see, Vidok look at the Rambam's pure language, his, his, his very choice, very, very uh, carefully chosen language. Bilchos, Balacha Gimel, the Rambam says, what if you did an Avera? Can you do can you do berkas koanim koin sharaga nefesh as we as we mentioned before a koin who killed somebody afal pisha even though he repented so he can't uh, he can't do berkas koanim the koin shavad akum koin that served avodazara bein bonus bein b'shogeg whether it was uh, even bonus meaning it wasn't something that uh, he chose to do or it was unknowingly afal pisha even if he did shuva, but then he says v'chein koin shehemir laakum, a coin that uh, now hemir dato is he became an apostate to to this idolatry. He left the religion. Dahainu, even though again he didn't do shirus, he didn't do service, but he hemir, he he left the religion. Afo even though he repented. So. The Ramam speaks differently about one who um one who kills and one who serves Avodazara. He actually did an act of service. He bowed down, he offered a sacrifice. Kasav, there, 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 there. The Rambam wrote, "Afal pisha asa even though he did tshuva. Uvimir lo lo is kirsha asa He didn't mention that he did tshuva. Ela afal pisha chazarbo. So it says he he retracted. He went back from it. Vikavanat chazarbo. What he says chazarbo sheshuve no mumar. He didn't continue to be a mumar. Even, even if he didn't do tshuva on what he did previously, he can already start doing birkas koni. In other words, the Ramam talks about three different situations. A coin that murdered, killed. A coin that did an act of service to Avodah In both of those, it says he can't do dukhaning, he can't do birkas koni, he can't do the koni, the blessing of the koni, unless asachuva. He did tshuva, whereas somebody who hemir, somebody who who became an apostate, left the religion, there he just says chazarbo. He retracted, meaning even if he didn't yet do tshuva, he can already still do birkas koni. That's a comment that the Nota Bihuda makes. Umiata, and now based on all this, kamdina. The law is, the conclusion is, um, the coins. Uh, this coin. He should explain, he should accept on himself uh, with the with the community's consent. In other words, make a public declaration, that he will not go back. 
Bikabila Latsmo Viduim Uchuva Kavishi Sadar Hamore, and he should accept on himself um confession and doing repentance, as the Posik will teach him, will 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 direct him. And the moment he accepts that on himself, he can do Birkas Kohanim. Let's say Yom Tov in the morning before davening, he accepts it on himself. Yom Tov morning, he can already start doing doing Birkas Kohanim. And by the way, if it's in England, it might have been a Sephardi congregation, and then it would have been every morning, every day. And 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 the same thing would be true of, of functioning as a normal coin. And and speaking any more at length about this topic, there's no need to speak at any more uh, any more length at this topic. Divre Ohavo. These are the words of the one who loves you. Meaning as he writes to the to the Rav that he was he was corresponding. So uh to recap, the um the um the uh, the episode is as follows. The soap opera is as follows. Uh, London, I'm 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 gonna fill in the blanks a little uh, for drama. London businessman uh, travels to India, India as part of the spice trade, whatever. Uh, again, the date on this is Tuf Kuf Lamed Chet. which is 50, we're now 57. This is 5438. And we're now uh, 5783. So it's um, 300 plus years ago. Um. Forty-five, three hundred forty-five years ago. If I'm not mistaken, the Nota Behuda came out with, with Volume One in seventeen seventy-six. Um, three hundred forty-five years ago is. Pull out my calculator. Somebody beats me to the plunge, please tell me. It's just interesting for historical context to get how long ago something took place. Here we are. 2023 minus 345 is, no, it's not 1678. I made a mistake. Oh, I know why. Because it's 5538. It's 245 years ago. My mistake. Seventeen seventy-eight. Seventeen seventy-eight, yeah. So that's that's right on target. That's two years after the after the Notabihuda volume one was published, and this is in volume two. Um so so and it's written to Harava Mufla, the wonderful Rav, my my beloved, my friend, Leib Bumsela Bumasla. I have no idea. Never heard the word. Never heard the name before. Question: Businessman goes to London. Business London businessman goes to India. Uh, 
and uh, quotation marks falls in love with a with a, a Gentile uh, Indian woman, gets married in a pagan temple with the priest, and as part of the the marriage uh, ceremony, he had to bow down and say the name of an idol. The understanding is that the whole thing was done just to marry the woman. This is not a fellow who who, who became enamored with uh, with uh, the Indian uh, religions or anything like that. He was enamored with this Indian woman. Um, and it sounds like he, except for that, stayed Jewish. And then he left her, was Choser B'tshuva, and now he's asking, telling the rabbis, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Whatever they ask for him to do. And now comes a very local question. Okay, can he do tshuva again? So it's really an open shut case when you look at the Shulchan Aruch. And that is, the Shulchan Aruch paskins that it's only for murder that a that a, a Kohen that sinned can no longer do Birkas Kohanim. But for all other sins, if he does tshuva, he can do Birkas Kohanim again. Kamarno. So that's it. And since when don't we follow the majority? The Ramam is a lone approach on this topic. Oh. But and the body of the of the tshuva, that's the that's the that's the open and shut case. Um what does it mean to do tshuva? So that he says at the very end. It means to publicly uh, declare that he is uh, not going back to that and that he will do whatever uh, confession in Shuva the poskim will tell him to do in London there. And the moment he makes that Kabbalah, we consider this as a person who has done Shuva and now he can um, he can do Birkas Kohenim again. Now, if a person does Shuva and doesn't make some public declaration, he has also done tshuva, but there, the tzibur needs to know, the congregation needs to know, is this a coin who did tshuva or not? But let's say some guy ate something questionably kosher, he spoke Lashonara, whatever, and there's no questions his, about doing birkas koanim or if he can be kosher as a witness or whatever. He's just a person around this period of the year or, or whenever you should do tshuva as soon as you catch it. So you don't have to... Every person who's Choser B'tshuva doesn't have to go make a public declaration. But if you want to be, uh, do Birkas Kohenim again, so then it has to be this publicly declared uh, tshuva. Now, what's the what's the issue that take, took up a whole uh, a whole half of this tshuva? Let's say we paskin like the Rambam. Would he still be accepted? That's the question. So that's part, part two. It's stuck, it's stuck in the middle there. But the open and shut case is, if you're Choser B'tshuva, you can once again do Birkas Kohanim. The only exception is murder. And he's got to make this public declaration. But what about the Ramam Shita? What about the Ramam's approach? So the Ramam holds that not only murder, but Avodazora or Himir Dato, somebody who either served Avodazora or he left the religion, they also can't, uh, can't do Birkat Kohanim. The Ramam, though, um, is uh, uh, 
the Rambam is very precise. He talks about Hamir or Avada Voda. This fellow did neither. Right, 100%. Yeah, it, it is generally, it's in general, and again, this is, I just want to respond uh, uh, in, out loud to, to Ariel's comment. Uh, he asks, in general, isn't it inappropriate to confess publicly sins? Uh, I guess this is an exception. So uh, here's the thing. Number one, the Rambam's distinction uh, is between that interpersonal sins uh, uh, you can you confess publicly uh, uh, between man and God since you don't. Um, the the Ravid, uh there speaks about uh, public confession for publicly done sins. It sounds like even Ben Adam Um This is this is for being acceptable. Once again, to uh, to do birkas koanim, if I can, if I can dig it up uh, very quickly, I will. Um, in the in the shulchan aruch, it's in simon or it's in archaim simon kuf kaf chet. This topic near the end. Let's see if I can just give you the lesson of the shulchan aruch. Near the end of the simon, yeah. Uh, for instance, with regards to a Kohen that, um that that married a divorcee. Uh, until so he doesn't do birkas koanim. Adshi dor hanal das rabbi me anashim Until he publicly takes a vow uh, that he will not uh, uh, have have relations with the women that are prohibited to him. Um, there's a lot of, of simonim about different ins and outs of of uh, killing people. Um, right, but that's one example. Here it says uh, somebody who is a Kohen, but he's He's making having contact with the dead. He goes to he goes to funerals, touches, carries the dead, and even not the close relatives. So he should um he can't do birkas koanim and the other things that koanim get. Until he he once again he repents and accepts. Is that public? I don't know. I assume uh I'm assuming maybe yes. I don't know. Okay, but that's where that's the where that's where you would look. Yeah, here's Mumar, here's our simon. Mumar Lavodazalilim Loyisas Kapov. Somebody who is an apostate to to Avodas Kochavim, he shouldn't uh 
he shouldn't do birkas konim. And there are those that hold that if he did do repent, so he can do birkas konim. And in parentheses, v'cheinikar. And that's the main approach. So, um, so again, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins against the Rambam. Um, the uh, the Nodibuta mentions that this fellow on the first on, uh, 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 in the first place he wasn't he didn't do avoda, he didn't serve, he didn't offer a sacrifice or blood. Rather, he he at best uh, called it called it his God, maybe. But not really. He just said what the priest said to say. And according to the Rambam, he did it. Excuse me. And even according to the Rambam, who says that if you do idolatry for love or fear, you're still, it's still considered bonafide idolatry. That's only love or fear of the idol itself, but not love or fear of some woman. He just said what, what he said, and he did what he did because he wants to marry this one. So so that's the, um, it's not considered avodazara. What about Himir Dato? He says, look, this guy stay Jewish. He was sitting for a while. He, he's, he's not so much different than a guy who who did some other sin. Let's say a guy was doing some other sin without leaving the religion. He spoke Lashon Hara without leaving the religion. He 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 ate questionably kosher food, or let's say non-kosher food, but without re- leaving the religion. So uh, so uh, even the Rambam he says um, would not uh, would not invalidate this fellow. Anyways, that's what I wanted to share with you. Um, uh, next week, uh, uh, God willing, is our last sec- session before the holidays. And then, and then we'll meet next week, and then we'll meet after after the holidays. So, uh, God willing. But uh, it just turns out because everything's on on Shabbos Sunday, Shabbos Sunday, Shabbos Sunday. Um, now, um, I want to do one more session revisiting a topic that we spoke about before. We had a session where we dealt with the uh, Reb Shlomo Kluger. Uh, in Ha'elif Lecha Shlomo, in his in his uh, responsum about whether Torah is mechaperus, whether Torah uh, brings um, brings atonement, I want to explore that topic uh, uh, more in depth because it's a very practically, it's something that is extremely helpful in approaching uh, uh, Yom Kippur, approaching Tshuva, and troping, um, approaching the topic of Kapora, and I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to discuss that uh, a little more in depth. So we'll be revisiting the tshuva of the other of Shlomo Kluger, but there's going to be uh, Bezrat Hashem uh, new material that we didn't do before.